Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, we gotta get you guys maybe some disguises. Also, did I have a big, like, floppy sun hat? I feel like I'm going to keep wearing that. Yeah, I grew up on the streets. My mom didn't even love me. And and I've been totally alone my whole life. Also, I don't I don't think Slim's found Bahamut yet. Oh, God. I made it even sadder. You look like you're lost. What are you doing down here? Well, yeah, I know. It's just... You know what, too? There's also a tavern on the other side of the docks over there. Lucy's. Yeah, Lucy's. Lucy's slurptuous scrumptious. Diner. Is that how you say it? I could never yeah. quite read it because it's it's there's a lot of consonants. Biggest ship that comes in. It's got a got a pretty big crew. I don't know if they if that's what you're asking for. I don't know if they need anybody working for them. Do they take tours? Because that's like a big ass boat, and I'm not gonna lie, the size of it really intrigues me. Well, you have a pretty big sword. I grab him by the shoulder. Don't you miss the adventure, shoe? I do miss the adventure, Tully. And yes, it is a big sword boot. Like I said, I know that you're risking, I don't want you to get in trouble no, or lose your I'm, job. I'm not I don't worried know if about got, that. I could find it. another job in a heartbeat. Let's lead right, the let's way. Let's go. We leave through the actual door. I assume exchanging looks of concern. And and I whisper back, like, we'll take care of him. He'll be fine. <laughs> Poor guy. He might be a good lookout. It'll be fine. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Carla Maxted. That is me. I play Glim, or do I play Slim? Both. Glim as Slim. Ooh. And Amy Moore. That's me, and I play Sully, or is it Tully? Gonna find out. And last but not least, Tom Laird. And I play Boot. <laughs> but usually Moot. <laughs> <laughs> just the conversion is complete. Just yep. boot now. You know, be the change you want to see in the world. To really become one with the character. That's yes. right. That's right. Exactly. Yep. Um, well, we need more boots in the world. Need more boot? This boot is made for walking. Oh, that's just what we're going to do on this boat with our new friend, Shoe Left Hand, who is a NPC who has contributed to us by one of our patrons, John Creighton. Thank you, John. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Um, when you are a patron at the in-world tier, you can suggest NPCs and items for our characters to run across and 
and acquire. Um, and we would love to have you over there. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. When you are a patron, you also get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Disa. Thanks, Disa. Thank you. Thank you. And now, after you go check that out, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Fuck it! Let's play D&D! Uh, you know, you're standing on the dock, looking up at the ship. Uh, you've had a moment to kind of survey the scene, see if you can see anybody walking to, fro, anywhere around. There are two gangplanks that you can walk up to from the dock. On the deck of the ship, uh, you can see... Two or three people walking perimeters doing uh, routine checks, from what you can tell. Uh, we see the four silhouetted figures standing, looking up at the golden dragon. Uh, how big is the ship? You said it is a big ship, but like... Yup. That like, is what I said. Like, when we're standing on the dock, we can see onto the deck, like... Yeah, how tall is the So the gangplank goes up at, you know, like... A 30-degree angle, or... More like a 45? That'd be a very steep angle. It's quite steep. Yeah, maybe like 25, 30 degrees. Okay. Oh, so it's not super duper not tall. Not super tall. Tall okay. enough, though. Like, it's okay. it's long and wide. Not super tall. You can see port windows that lead you to believe that there is um, one lower deck that you can uh, justify. Um, and the two gangplanks are, like, equidistant along the body of the boat? Yeah. Okay. So it's not like, there's not a front door and a back door. There's just two mid-deck gangplanks. Yes, exactly. Okay. As you're kind of surveying what you're looking at, Shu speaks up and he's like, and they've got, um, there's like, when they offload, um, there's a thing... At the back there, where the cargo comes out, mm. like a big door. Like a chute? Well, no, like a door that opens and shoot. pull things out of. Like a garage? What's a garage? It's uh, something where the door goes up and you can put things in it. Then, yeah, it's exactly like a garage. Okay, cool. Okay. I don't know where the open... open switch is if it has a switch or if it's like a lever or if it's a you just well, push we'll, it we'll see it on our tour i guess i guess right? you'll see it on your tour all right so where do you want me set up for well if you were going to get on the ship for a tour you've probably been on like a million boats so at least where do you think where would like the coolest stuff be well, what kind of, I mean, what? Front, front door, back door, I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, generally there's there's ways to get in. The, the way this one looks like it's designed is maybe there's like a staircase up at the up at the nose there. Maybe but that goes down like to, so we can see all like the cool merch and stuff that does. Well, it doesn't go up. You're, uh, fu yeah. you're a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, sure, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's where they keep all the cool stuff? What kind of cool stuff are you looking for? Well, like... I don't know, just cool stuff. Just, like, yeah. boat, boat stuff, right. to, to ship things. Well, because you said they, like, all were, like, wizardy stuff and stuff. Oh. Like, I ain't yeah. never seen stuff like that before. You're looking for the, for the, for the cargo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the cool stuff. Oh, well, that's at the back. I said the, that's the cool stuff. What? I mean, we're really easily entertained. So we could, like, start at the back and then move our way forward uh, in our tour? 
Yeah, if you can get down there at the back. I don't know what kind of access points they have to get down below deck. Like like I said, it looks like there's a staircase, judging where they keep coming up and down. There's a staircase there, but I don't see anybody disappearing mid, mid-ship. Doesn't mean there's not some sort of porthole or anything, but... A portal? Tully doesn't like portals. I really don't. No, a port. Porthole. Oh, a hole on the port side. Oh, okay. Oh, porthole, not portal. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Okay, right. cool. What about... I mean... You're used to, like, being out here on the dock and looking casual and just, like, looking at your clipboard. Totally nonchalant and stuff. Kicking his feet. Being totally cool and chill and, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like a dock specialist. So probably you don't really, you just need to stay, like, kind of in front of the boat. You don't need to be, like, in front of that specific gangplank. We're going to go up, right? Sure. You just need to, like, look normal. Hey, are you an artist? Am I an artist? Like pictures? Yeah. Paintings? No, more like sure. sketches. Sketches, yeah. caricatures? No. Well, I was just... <laughs> well, I was just thinking, like, like as you're out here, because it might just... I mean, no one's going to say anything, because, I mean, it's you. But you could, like, have your clipboard out, piece of blank paper, maybe start drawing the boat. And who knows? Maybe you might find something, like, really fulfilling in that. Oh. Right? Then maybe I could trade somebody for it. Oh. Like, mm. I could trade them the picture. Mm-hmm. For sure. Something. Yeah. Like, money. Yeah. Totally. Uh, but, I mean, that's also a good, like, undercover thing. What are you doing out here? Just sketching the boat. You awesome guy. Just sketching the ins and outs of this boat here. No, not the ins and outs. Just, like, the beautiful curvature of the lines at the right. boat. And the sunset, the dusky sky at the back. Right? Right, yeah. Be, it, be an art. Shade. Yeah, like, artistic stuff. That's right. Shady. Be the audiologist. An audiologist. Yeah. Yeah. It's a new... I haven't heard of that job before. It sounds very doc specialist. Totally. Archaeologist. Archaeologist. Doc specialist. Yeah, maybe you're a a DSA now instead of just a DS. Oh, dang. Getting a longer title out of this whole thing. Shoes... What did we call our group? Shoes for... Shoes... Shoes Shoes crew. crew. Shoes crew. Shoes crew. Right. I forgot from when we walked over here. Yeah, Uh, well, it's all right. You had a few. Yeah. I'm huh. still surprised you you three aren't as drinked as I am. Well, I do that whole thing where I have one and then I have a lot of water. And then I have one and then I have a lot of water. Because mm. I learned that if I throw up all over all over Boots Boots over here, he gets kind of mad. Yeah. He He's a real so chill mad. dude until you throw up all over him. He does seem chill. True. Chill dude. All right. Well, I try not to, to throw up on your Boots Boots. Well, I mean, all I can do is ask that you try. <laughs> I will try. All right, I'm gonna. You got your pencil. Pulls out you his clipboard. He pulls out his pencil. Starts looking at the ship, but not looking at the ship, and like sketching and like, looking over his shoulder. Man, you look so fucking natural. Thank you. I'm gonna Nailing just it. try and blend in here. Um, I mean, okay. you don't have to try that hard. You belong here. R- right? Because yeah. yeah. I work here. Don't oversell it. Yeah, no, you, you uh, work here. 
Hey, yeah, I work here. I work here. You don't yeah. need to yell, though. That's all oh, right. Because yeah, now no you're just drawing attention to yourself. Okay, let's go, you guys. Um, do we want to go all up one plank, or should we go separately? I don't know. Maybe stay together? I don't know. Uh, I think we should stay together, because okay. it's a pretty big boat, and what if we go in the back, and then we find, like, all the stuff right away, and then, then one person's up there, and... Gah, fair it, enough. That'd be silly. Yeah. Okay, good, good, I- good idea, Slim. Let's go. We sneak up the toward the back. We want to go to, yeah. to the up the plank. You're more where the cargo would be. Okay, uh, you go up the plank more near the back of the ship. Everybody, make a stealth roll. Um, actually, uh, I mean you've been watching this. Yeah, make a straight stealth roll. I don't think yeah. there's I mean, I assume we'll wait and we're like, <laughs> yeah. if there's guards yeah, we, we, walking yeah. around, yeah, yeah, yeah. we wait until they're not standing right there. And we've then... established that you've been, yeah. kind of been watching the rotation. So, um, well, um, we've yeah. been watching this boat since it docked. Yes. So I, I also true. That yep. 20. Uh, 17. No, do I have a plus? I do not. 17. So that's a 16 for me. All right. Um, you get up to the top of the plank and kind of peek your heads over. Bunk, bunk, bunk. Um, you watch and you see, um, you time it just so that um, you see one of the uh, crew um, kind of walking down to the far end. Um, and once you're up to the top, you see that there's a bit of a rise to another platform. Uh, everybody make an investigation. Uh, investigation. You're not going to be able to, s- to sit there for very long. Perception. That's a three. Perceptigation. That's a seven. Oh, that's a 19. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Okay, so <laughs> the three of you get up and you're quickly surveying around. You see this rise that kind of is like right in front of where the the, uh, the plank comes onto the ship, about 10 feet over. Um, then there's a bit of a run down to where the uh, wheel is and the mast in the center of the ship. Um I'm going to assume that you're going to run kind of over to there because that's where cover is. Um, And as you're going over, Moot, you notice that there are two hidden doors, for lack of a better term, in the floor as you kind of get your back up against where this where the steering wheel is. And you hear footsteps coming up from the front, uh, walking back towards your position. Uh, are we sheltered from where this person's walking? Like if we're are they on the other side of it compared to where we are? Yes. So they're. Uh, they're walking up the far side from where you were standing um, and coming aboard. But yeah, there's like a five foot rise. So you, you're all kind of hunched duck down. Um, so no one can see you currently, but Moot, you see those two doors in the floor. I make like the shush motion and then I point at the doors in the floor. And I kind of give like a shrug, like, should should we go for this? Mm hmm. And then I feel like we maybe like exchange glances and then like nod, thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I point to Glim, and then I make strong muscle. Oh right, yep. Because you might be Kay. the one who would lift it. Okay. Um, because you know usually they're made of solid wood and are heavy. I would assume. It's, yeah, it's probably probably it's just deadlifting from the ground. It's probably heavy. Yeah, you do that in your sleep. That's right. And if it doesn't let go of your donkey, you can always blast it in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Always an option. Always an option. Let's light it on fire. Um, Okay, sorry. You're going for the doors, yes? 
Um, yes. I'd say your stealth rolls um, are were high enough that you can get. So you're go- going for the starboard or port side. Uh, I assume. I guess what I was picturing is we came up onto the port side of the boat. Is that you came up on the right? starboard side? Starboard side. Usually, oh. right side of the boat docks. I'm learning so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be very nautical because if you're looking at the front of the ship, it's the right side. So they're so they're equidistant from the current position where you are. You're kind of in the middle of the boat, steering wheel behind you, uh, mast going up. Um, person walking is coming up the port side from the bow. Um, so equidistant from you, kind of between this rise that you saw and the steering wheel, are the two doors in the floor. One on the port, one on the starboard. Well, if the person is on the port side, then I assume we're going to try and open the one on the starboard side, seems like. You pop it open, it kind of creaks a little bit, but not much more than just the the sound of the the ship rocking against the uh, dock. Um, And it's a ladder that goes down to the deck below. You go down, followed by... I'll go second. Okay, Moot goes second. Sully, make a stealth roll, because you're up the longest. Oh, I'm glad I went second. (laughs) Oh, it's a nat 20. You got that good dex. 27. And as Moot's going down, you like practically are like right on top of him. Getting a shoulder ride down. Getting a shoulder yes. ride okay. down. No. Um, but I've turned into a sheep again and, right. and he is riding me. Uh, Every time. But getting in right behind him, pulling the door closed. And just as the door closed, the footsteps come uh, up the side and you see a crewman um, looking to the side and then walking back down doing his patrol. Um, you swiftly move down the ladder and come down into um, a hallway that moves uh, bow to stern. Um, and there are several door, uh, yeah, several, you can see in some of them, there are several open doors that look like they are just cots, sleeping quarters that extend at least along the starboard side that you are on. From your location, this hallway goes and it, it kind of is a, it looks like a dead end that well, it at least turns towards the bow and then uh, a more open area that extends to the back. I mean, we could we could have maybe like popped into the hall, saw that it all looked like sleeping quarters and then kept going because we know yeah. we're looking for like a cargo sure. hold, right? Yeah. I agree. Um, so yeah, you check out this this deck and then you keep going down uh, the ladder. Everybody make a perception check as you're going down. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. 
However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I'm not very perceptive. Four. Uh... <laughs> Fourteen. Oh, it's a 17. It should be outright regardless of bonus. Okay. Glim, you're still first going down? I think so. You're quickly but cautiously going down the, the ladder further down into the cargo, what you can see now as the cargo deck. As you step down, you feel kind of a pressure on your foot, and you stop before you step completely, and you lift it, and there's a tripwire on the last rung of the ladder. Uh, guys, bottom step. Don't step on the bottom step, okay? What'd she say? No bottom step. No bottom step. You want my bottom out of your face? What? No, no. (laughs) I mean, yes, but no, the bottom (laughs) step is... Don't step on. Okay. Um, and I get off the ladder so my friends can continue down. Uh, you step off, and as everybody steps down and begins to survey the scene that they are in, um, it is, uh, the area you come down into is wide open. Um, further back, there are crates. Um, and even further back than that, you see cages and, like, slatted boxes that you can see scrolls or rolled up and rolled up maps um, you see different crates filled with uh, grains, casks of wine, stacks of lumber further back into the cargo area if you begin walking around I say cautiously <laughs> um, so I guess basically it's all just like an open big storage room yes I want to look for traps as I walk around, like just to be, just to be safe. Okay, are you you're investigating for traps? Sure, yeah. Okay, as I'm looking at box tops, the fourteen, the fourteen, the fourteen. Fourteen starts with a D. You're looking around all at the boxes. Um, you don't find any traps beyond the one that Glim notified you of? Do you do anything with that trap or do you leave it as is? Um, I think we probably just leave it as is now that we know that it's there. Can we, can, can we tell what kind of trap it is? Like, is it attached to uh, like a, like is there going to be like bolts that shoot out at us or is it fire? Or does it look like it would be like unleash a canister of poison? Because, you know, just in case we trip into it. Because who knows? Because it's us. It's true. I want to know what's coming our way. We could just trip. We could literally trip the tripwire. Yeah, you follow the tripwire and it leads back to a mechanism that is uh, off into the uh, wall behind uh, where the ladder stops down. And it looks like it has a a mechanism that uh, when released, you find that blades come out of a plank and it looks like it would line up with your shins. Ouch. Cool. Talk about a bad day, right? I can't I can't afford to be any shorter, only level you guys. Two. I don't want to die. <laughs> That's crotch height for me, you guys. That's no good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we need... Okay, so we're looking for a, a circlet. Um, six alchemical jugs. 
with a stein of Dagon, Dagon on it and then some herbs. Yeah, okay. Um, so it's probably not any of the big ones with grain. At least let's not start there. And probably not like in a cage, although I'm a bit nervous about what's in those. They're probably in like some crates, maybe? Yeah, like it's going to be like boxes inside a box, right? Mm. Okay, yeah. Do you, are they labeled? Can I look at some crates and see if they're labeled? Because that would make it very easy. It, I mean, it would make for the it love easy. of God. And for them as well. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, no, I didn't mean for us. Like, for sure for us. But I mean, unloading them, if they had to um, crack the top off. Send them to off. different places. Exactly. <laughs> uh, they are labeled. They are labeled with merchant names. Ah. Uh, that so, also makes sense. Oh, right. Right? Like where they're, where they're going. And as you're kind of looking and moving, uh, cautiously moving about the cargo hold, you hear a noise coming from back and towards the cages. It's like a low, like... Mm-mm. Nope. What do, you, what do you think that is? I think it's Do you a think cage. that's someone who works here, or it's a wild animal in a cage? Yeah, I think it's a cage full of nope. If it's someone who works here, I think they're sleeping one off. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. So these are only labeled with, with people's names, and I guess one person could probably have a random assortment of orders inside the crate. So maybe we should start just opening some of these up and seeing what's inside? I guess. I don't know what else to do. I think we just have to get our hands dirty with this one. Uh, I take out one of my daggers and I carefully try to open up a crate nearest me. Um, you're trying to open it so that it doesn't either break or make a noise. Yeah. Slight of uh, hand? Slight of hand. Yep. 19. Yeah, you nimbly pop the lid on this first crate and inside of it you see clay jugs from the top. Oh. Um, I, I carefully lift one out to see if it has a sign or a symbol on it. Yeah, this, this scraping, sliding sound of clay against clay. Uh, I like that sound. Um, which makes that... <laughs> so everyone knows. Which makes that noise that you heard at the back go again, like that... Oh, Jesus. It's a chicken? What's happening here? Um, and you lift it and you see... Uh, you cross-check the list... Uh, that Charmy gave you. Um, and the sign of Dagon looks like uh, two rotund hills. With, Boobies. With interned peaks. Nipples. Uh, floating on three waves. And that's what you see on the jugs. <gasps> Guys, take a look at my jugs. Those are some good jugs. I found the jugs. Are those what we're looking for? Yes. Is there six of them there? Yes, there are. <laughs> How big are the okay. jugs? Are they like small, like... Oh my God. <laughs> Microphone. Are going to be able to carry these out of here? Are they like maple syrup jugs? Uh, no, they're they're larger jugs. Son like, of a bitch! Like gallon jugs. Was I given a bag of holding from her by any chance? That cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just put all the stuff we find 
Over in by the, the bottom of the stairs. I'm, I assume the jugs have something in them. Oh, I thought it's maybe like, they were sloshing. They were empty. I thought like maybe this was a vessel used for magic shit. No, oh. they they appear to be filled with liquid. <laughs> oh, great! So they're heavy. Okay, all right. Awesome. Yeah. Maybe we should put the stuff we find over by where we want to go, and then we'll collect it all. And then when we need to go, we can take it all. That's okay. That's a great idea. I look around. Do I see a burlap sack or three anywhere? Odds you do. Evens you don't. Yes. You do. Oh, hey guys, look, there's some uh, some burlap bags over here. Okay, I'll put oh, two perfect. in one, two in the other, two in the other, and you're right. Let's put these to the side and just keep filling okay. our bags, and that way one person doesn't have to carry six of these jugs. They're heavy. Okay, I'm going to attempt to open the a case that's nearest me to see what's inside. Okay. This is a case. Uh, I guess I'll do you. the Sully method and also go with a dagger. Sure. Go sleight of hand. Okay. Worked for me. That is a seven, but Russ, I'm going to re-roll that with one of my traits, which is Tides of Chaos. Once per long rest, you gain an advantage on one attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Before you regain use of this feature, the DM can have you roll on the wild magic third table after you cast a first level or higher spell. So basically, if you cast a spell at this point, I can just have you roll... For wild magic? First level or first higher. Level or I can cast cantrips. Yeah, okay. I mean, we did that anyways. So, I don't see how that... Yeah, but yeah. I mean, now it's, it's an, like... It's, yeah. It's yeah. implied oh, that it will it happen regardless of my triggers, next spell. I see. Got it. Well, I have to roll. So like... But you roll... No, you the roll on the wild magic doesn't? table, though. Yes. So yeah, they, it happens. So so I guess <laughs> so if it you will make happen. a uh, first level spell or higher, you have to take your wild magic. You got to take a wild magic surge. Ah, that's exciting. This reroll better be worth it, y'all. Uh, is it? Oh, it's a nat twenty. Oh, oh. Yeah, you're oh. sneaky as shit. Um, okay, yeah, you pa- uh, you take a dagger and creak open one of these crates, hearing another noise from the back. <laughs> Uh, I'm guessing frog chicken. The name on the crate is Flows. And, and it's just a bunch of tampons. <laughs> just a bunch of t- no, and inside you see a bunch of burlap bags, like smaller bags. Um, and inside of them, you can kind of feel uh, herbs or leaves or uh, that sort of thing. And they are not labeled. <laughs> Will I know what they are by smell? Make a nature check. Or maybe like a visual. Yeah, going to need a nature check for anybody trying to determine herbs. Make a smellogram check. Okay, I just rolled another nat 20. (laughs) You know all the herbs. (laughs) No, this this is what he does. Don't you remember? All the 20s are for him. Yep. Um, Okay, yeah. But like, yay, smelling things real well. Yeah, your nose is so... Describe to me why Moot knows so much about these herbs and how you go about determining which ones are the Dreamflake. Uh, what else did I write Sitara, down? Sitara, Goji Leaves, and Sticks. Oh, I also had Sundrop written down here, which was in the original one, but still, that doesn't really matter at this oh. point. Uh, okay, question, Russ. Are they all different or are they all, are, are they all, are they all the same? Uh, of the ones you're going through, there are several different yes. ones. Yes. Like, okay. it's a big crate filled with these, these, these bags. Satchel, yeah. Satchets. Yeah. Uh, well, back back at home, old man Barkley would often have me and my siblings go out and gather him 
supplies for the gin and various other alcohols he would make with his homemade still. So Moot's pretty familiar with a lot of these, included in that sticks root, goji leaves, and sundrop. So he knows those three real well and can probably fake the other two if need be. Okay, yeah, you're going through this and you manage to pick out the goji leaves, the sticks root, and the sundrop you're confident on. You don't find, however, the dream flake in any of this. You're not confident on any of them, the ones you can't, um, and you're not even sure that it's even in there. Okay. Uh, so, so far, um, Carla, uh, Gl- um, Sully has popped uh, a crate stealthily and found the six alchemical jugs. It appears Moot has found all but one of the specific herbs requested. Oh, and we close up our crates after. We're not just going to leave this place, like, ransacked. We're not animals. Yeah, so when they... are just thieves. They won't even notice until it, like, you know, in a month, the customer's going to be like, you missed my dream flake in my shipment. You know. And they'll just be like, damn... So, walking around there, Glim, um, you see um, several similar size crates to the ones that have already been opened. They're larger, I don't know, three or four feet by three or four feet. Um, the further back you go, just before you get to those crates, or uh, to the cages, uh, you see smaller crates kind of tucked back in um, and past those crates, and some underneath them. Okay, well, maybe I will open one of those smaller ones. I feel like... The circlets, like it's jewelry, maybe wouldn't be, you know, in a huge crate full of jewelry. It's a mm-hmm. small, small volume. Well, you sure. need to take care um, of those, so. Exactly. And they're more precious, I would assume. So, um, yeah, I assume it's just like random names on all the things. It doesn't say like Jim and Sons Jewelers. Uh, oh, yeah. it might, wouldn't it? It, it might. might. It, it does say business it does names. Say it does say names. merchant names. Yeah, sure. Let's let's make a roll and see if there's something that stands out. Carla, great idea. Okay. Um, Maybe. Perception. Uh, investigation. Uh, probably an investigation. Or yeah, sure. Oh, I rolled a twenty. No, you didn't. <laughs> yes. Okay. Keep the train going. Oh, don't put that kind of pressure on me. Oh my god. Our best roles that we've ever so had. good. We're investigating and finding herbs like nobody's business. <laughs> so, a couple things happen here. So, you're walking back and you're getting to those cages, and as you look into the cages, you see um, it's almost like a triangular creature with leathery, uh, like leathery, what you could call wings that kind of come to a peak, and there's this wrinkled skin blob. And like two clawed legs that kind of come out from underneath it. You can't tell if it's... Is it a chicken frog? No. Are you sure? Sounds like a giant bat. It's not a chicken frog. <laughs> well, I'm a chicken lady. Um, it, you can't tell if it's like awake or not. There, You have heard like noises coming from the back. Just like low... That kind of noise. Yeah. Um, and as you move by it, you do see... Um, a sign that says Sandy's Jewelry. Uh, okay, I'm going to open that box. Okay. It is beneath a few. You move them aside and open uh, this box, and there are uh, several things inside of it, kind of neatly kind of wrapped around. Um, there are some diamonds uh, and, and pearls. 
Um, there are rings, and then also you see kind of tucked down at the bottom um, is a circlet, uh, circlet with interest, interesting writing on it. You've read a lot of books. You probably know Infernal. Uh, or not know Infernal, but have seen some sort of writing of it, maybe. Like you'd be able to recognize the language of Mordor. Right. Right. <laughs> um, anyways, you see um, this interesting writing in green and red, um, and it looks like the description, at the very least, uh, that Charmy gave for this circlet. Uh, okay. I am going to... I want to take it, but I'm, like, nervous about just grabbing what must clearly be some kind of magical item. Uh, I guess the sacks are all over there. I'm going to just, like, pull my sleeve down over my hand to, like, pick it up with that. Rather than just grabbing it with my bare hand. Make a sleight of hand check to try and pull it out without making everything else kind of tumble out with your sleeve wrapped around your, your large hand. Not a great skill of mine. So that's a 10. Some of the things fall to the floor. Um, some of the other rings and necklaces as you pull out this circlet, which was tucked kind of down at the bottom. Um, and the animal in the cage kind of startles. And it's like... And it starts to like flap these wings. And you see... It like kind of lifts up on its legs, and you see these gnarled, sharp teeth visible from beneath like the wrinkled folds of this skin. And it starts to like throw itself against the cage. Kale, I reach into my pocket and pull out a dried apple that I kept from our apple adventures just the day before, and I roll it over to the cage. The apple rolls up and inside, and this creature that's, like, beating itself against the sides or banging itself against the sides sees it, stops, and it's kind of slowly rolls down in front of it, and it kind of pokes at it a couple times, and then its mouth opens wide, and it chomps down on the apple, shredding it into pieces, and then kind of settles back down. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm going to, I guess, like, put the circlet in my pocket and then, like, quickly, not with my hands covered, like, just pick up the other things, close the lid and put it, and then, like, back, back away. Go back, <laughs> back away, put the circlet with the other things we've collected, and tell my friends that I found it so they don't continue looking for it. Uh, as you're backing away, you get back with your, uh, with your group there. Um, you hear footsteps from above walking back towards your direction, uh, like the direction of the ladders down to the cargo hold. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're in the middle, and it's very nice to have you here. That's really what I want to stop and say. Welcome nice. to the creamy center of our ooey gooey podcast. Just gonna let that linger. Yep, it was just, quite visceral. It's just ooey and gooey, it. yeah, like and an Oreo. Creamy. I mean, like the middle an of Oreo is an ooey and okay. Okay, well, yeah. I, mean, I was thinking still, like that's still Cadbury crispy on the outside, egg. but like yeah, the but marshmallow the inside and the chocolate. Yeah. that's all ooey we're like gooey. the marshmallow and chocolate in the inside of a s'more, mm-hmm. or like one of those like the the marshmallow cookies. 
with the chocolate over the them. Viva, uh-huh. oh, the Viva, like the Viva puffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I bet that is that a Canadian thing. Doesn't oh, maybe most it is people only don't know what we're talking thing. about? Yeah, there's jam in the middle of those, or sometimes caramel, sometimes mm-hmm. chocolate. Life hack: if you leave them in the fridge, they're ten times better. Do they still exist? They yeah, do. they do. I only remember yeah. them from when I was a child. Yes, I don't. Re- I think I remember eating one as an adult in my twenties and being like, "Why was I so obsessed with We've these?" We purchased them this year. What? Yeah. I have. Okay, listen up here, folks. This has nothing to do with the podcast, but I just want to say so that many people get to hear it. We have some of the best snacks ever in our house. I only get to hear about them approximately 20% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) There's been times that things have been bought and eaten or I've bought awesome snacks and been like, yeah, like when I get a craving for this a week from now, I'm going to be so excited to have this because I don't want it at the time. No, you can't wait that long, Apparently not. Generally, it's gone within two (laughs) to three days. I go for it. A week later, it's... There's nothing there. Well, your first problem is you didn't eat it immediately so that it was then replaced at the next grocery shop. I do not feel like I'm the kind of person who now buys food and then immediately has to scarf it down like i i have chocolate in the freezer that's been there for like months it's because you said I... don't touch my chocolate yeah <laughs> amy's gonna be the person you see in the grocery store that's eating like their bag As of I chips shop. while shopping. they're shopping and then it's like oh yeah, yeah this too you can't do that now I mean... face masks man i'm like sneaking chips oh, down right. into my mask <laughs> it's a salty mess it's just bad yeah anyways <laughs> anyways the middle the middle yes. Yeah, we're here. Really what we wanted to talk to you about was come and joining us over on Patreon because we have set a whole bunch of really awesome goals that we are hoping to achieve we're with so goal-oriented. your help. So we'd like you to come join us. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Our next goal is so that we can hang out with all of our patrons in this summer of summers and play some sweet Jackbox games. That's right. We stream them Jackbox games. We all grab our our sodas that's what people in the u.s call pops and our beers and our snacks and we gather around with our cell phones Uh (laughs) and we have some fun times and laughs a lot of laughs and sometimes we rap (laughs) sometimes there's rapping sometimes there's murders are hilarious yes you guys are much funnier than us by the way (laughs) Yes. This is where we just mine for content is what we do. I mean, no, it's for (laughs) hanging out sole purposes, not a business meeting at all. Not at all. Anyways, we have that goal set up at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. We'd love you to come uh, join us, check out all the tiers, find out if there's a place for you. And if there's not, we totally understand if you can't afford it. It's a crazy time right now. Um, But if you can, uh, we would love to have you over there being part of the sweet Patreon Dungeons crowd. And now, I think that's all. Time to get you back to that graham cracker. That's right. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So if anybody's keeping track, we've found the circlet, the six alchemical jugs, and all but one of the designated herbs. All but that dang dream flame. Dream flame. We found this, this Tara. 
Nice. Okay. Uh, do you guys know what Dream Plague looks like? We gotta find it. Do you hear those footsteps? And also, there's a really scary creature back there. I don't. I don't really know what Dream Flake looks like. I don't know what Dream Flake is either. I guess something flaky, like maybe like coconut, like dried coconut. Maybe. Uh. Okay. Well. Should we just? If there's coconut, should we just grab that and try to pass it off as Dream Flake? Well, I mean, it's her own damn fault. She didn't give a description with any of these things. Did you not see how clearly incompetent we are? <sighs> I, I stop and listen to the boots. Did they pass over top of us and keep going, or did they stop? You've heard them walking back down the hall. They haven't come directly to the ladder, but they've kind of turned off um, and are a- adjacent to where the ladder is. They, you hear them stop or kind of scuffle around. Okay, we gotta be quiet, and whatever that was making noise in the back, we have to not upset it anymore. I gave it an apple and it just destroyed it. Oh, God. I, I guess we need to find this dream flake, yeah, though. Okay, um... I'm gonna try this box over here. If everybody's just trying boxes, uh, everybody roll an investigation. One more investigation check. I rolled a 20 again. <laughs> okay. I rolled a 19. We're on fire tonight. This, are, this never happens in a battle. No. We're just opening no, boxes never, in a ever, cargo ever. hold. 20, 20, 20, 20. Oh. You said investigation, Russ? Uh, all right, 17 for me. Okay. Fuck you. Oh, fuck you. Good. Okay. Um, Glenn, <laughs> level twos. Uh, you remember from kind of look, you remember from looking at the animal or the creature uh, that you fed the apple to um, near its cage in, in a smaller crate. There was a crate uh, labeled hallucinogens. Guys, I just had a thought. You know that scary creature? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, back by the scary creature, there was a box that said hallucinogens, and Dream Flake seems like, I mean, dreams are kind of, you know, like sleeping hallucinations. I don't know. Maybe this seems crazy, but I just don't know where else to look. No, Glim, I think that's a great connection. I think you're onto something. There's a lot of drugs that can make you see a lot of weird shit, like in a dream. Uh, was it in a big box or a small box? Uh, I, it's kind of all smaller boxes back there. Okay. Here's the thing. When I was back near that creature, kind of like got restless. Right. I gave it the apple, shredded the apple, worked for like a minute, and then I left. So okay. what do you guys got? Well, like, um, I've got this, like, I got a little bit of dried fruit, sure. Got some dates yeah. here. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking. Uh, I kept a jalapeno popper from when we were at I Lucy's. I don't know if that's. Oh, There's okay, cream I cheese don't... in that, man. Is that, ju- is that just in your pocket? That's, yeah. I mean, you should definitely give that to me because I don't think you should eat that, but maybe we can give it to the creature. Maybe. Well, I think maybe if we sneak okay. over there and if it's a smaller crate, we can just gently pick up the crate, move it back here right. before we open it in order to do less noise. Yes. Okay. Mm. Yes. Okay. That's a great but idea. Yeah, don't maybe, eat that okay. meat. Maybe okay. give me that. I'll I'll throw that to it. I'll pick up the crate and I'll bring it back. Okay, here. I'll only throw it to it though if it gets upset. Because if you're sneaky, yes. maybe it'll be. Yeah, okay. I'm not just gonna throw. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna just sneak. Okay. All right. I hand the 
napkin containing the okay, jalapeno popper over the cliff. it was just loose in your pocket. <laughs> I also thought it was just loose in his pocket. No, no, no. In a napkin. I'm not an animal. It's a jalapeno yeah. popper wrapped in a napkin in my pocket. That's right. Definitely has somehow held its shape. Oh, my tots. My tots. Get your own tots. Okay. Um, okay, so... Sorry, give me the quick Coles Notes version. You're... So I'm going to sneak over there. If it wakes up, I'm going to toss it a jalapeno popper. That I stole from Lucy's. That Lucy. he put in his pocket. Steal it. Okay. it was your leftovers, well, yeah, I assume. Okay. Maybe we didn't order those. You took it off a different table. <laughs> no, he definitely took it off an empty plate. <laughs> yeah. On our way out, I just scooped it off a table. This is for later. Um, and then I'm going to pick up the box that says hallucinogens and bring it back further away from the creature rather than trying to open it okay right beside the scary creature. okay perfect okay to yeah. walk over there uh give me and to try and not wake it up give me a stealth roll okay okay it was really good that's the that's the face you make when it's really good it was super good that was the face i make when it's should like i have gone because it was a stealthy thing <laughs> well but then we have to pick up the box i don't know how big the box is so uh that's an eight um as you walk over you kind of trip a little bit on an, uh, an upraised plank and stumble and the creature looks back up at you and you see its teeth and like its tongue is long and slithery and it sticks out towards you and, and it starts to like shake its leathery wings put the papa on it put the papa on the tongue shh, shh. and I like underhand toss the jalapeno popper towards it it goes in and it snatches it out of the air, just like shredding it. There's cream cheese everywhere. <laughs> that they're gonna have the deckhands yep. are gonna have questions later. This lactose intolerant <laughs> monster is gonna have a um, bad time. <laughs> so, so when it like grabs it, then I quickly like I lob it and then like go to grab the box. Um, so it's like kind of beside the cage, um, and it's about a you know. This size box. Oh, it's itty. Uh, about a foot for those not playing the home game. <laughs> this size. We don't put these videos out anymore. That's right. It's this size. Uh, it's about a foot by a foot. Uh, you grab it, slide it out of its uh, its place, and then zip back. And it, the animal or the creature has kind of calmed down. Okay, so you get the box back. You crack the box open, um, and inside there are several. It wrapped in like um, almost like tissue paper. I don't know about tissue paper. We haven't est- uh, we've established arts. It's wrapped in like tissue paper, and each one has a seal on it with little Zs with little <laughs> well, uh, with different symbols. And one of the symbols uh, is like a cloud with uh, like rain and lightning. Um, one of them is uh, snow, like a snowflake, and one of them is, there's only three that you're going to find, and one of them is bubbles. Okay. I say we take them all, and uh, she can sort it out after. I think you're right, they're just small, and I mean, flake seems real, but I mean... Who knows? I don't know magic stuff. She should have given us better instructions. So let's just take one of each and then get out of here. Yeah, I agree. Done. Uh, You take it and put everything into the burlap sacks. 
Um, and then you hear from beyond the side of the ship. <laughs> Is that any of the one, those animals in the cages? It sounds like it's dying. No, I think I it's shoe. That must be shoe. Oh. I think they might be coming back to the boat. Oh, oh, that's not good. Okay. Um, well, I guess okay. let's get out of here. And I assume in this, we're like, I was going to say below ground, but we're not below ground. But there's no, like, portals or anything. We are, like, in the cargo hold. Yeah. There is there's no... The, uh, well, there's the ladder. Um, with all your investigation yeah. checks, you would have noticed that there is a mechanism that looks like it drops one of the side, like the, the starboard side of the ship, which sounds like it was described as the offloading mechanism mm, the that she was describing, mm-hmm. the garage. Uh, but yes, the only, you know, normal way out is the ladder that you yeah. came down. Okay, guys, real quick. Do we open, do we open that one? And jump in the water? Or we go back up the ladder, and face the people. Um, I think I think depending on the amount of people, that that could be very problematic for us. Which one? Both facing the people Agreed. up top. Yeah. Well, yeah. Both are both seem very problematic. Well, I mean, they're definitely gonna notice the side of the ship opening up. True. Um. I guess I was just thinking, we opened it up and just jumped out and just got away instead of having to fight them. Fair enough. But I, I'm not going to lie to you. These burlap sacks, they're not waterproof. And some of this stuff's just wrapped in tissue paper. <laughs> I mean, they were sealed with wax. Everything should be like... I guess it's on a boat. You would kind of assume that things would be <laughs> waterproof. Barring some sort of water-related yeah. disaster, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe sure. not. Were they, yeah? Yeah. They were, okay. You know what? The burlap sacks are, like, lined with plastic. Hey. Perfect. <laughs> Environmentally conscious, too. Right? Yeah. Um, okay, well, did I say we, we make a swim for it? You guys can swim? Yeah. Yeah. I can I can swim. I guess I was thinking that way too that Shu wouldn't I mean they wouldn't know. He wouldn't have to lie for us cuz they would he never have to find lie for us. us. He could just You hear exactly. multiple loud footsteps now coming aboard uh, the main deck above you. Well, I say we go now. Yeah, it sounds like that's our cue. Okay. And what's I'm assuming and I guess I should have asked this, but the mechanism looks like Pretty obvious to yeah. open like, the door. You've been rolling like twenty after twenty for investigation. <laughs> like, yeah, um, you're gonna. Okay. Is there a way that we cannot open the entire door so it doesn't slam down, but instead creaks enough for us to hop? And maybe we could all shimmy out. out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, yeah, I'd say it's like a, a crank or a rotor right. rather than a lever, for like okay. a drawbridge sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So yeah. So maybe we crank it slowly. Yeah, we just. Okay. And sneakily, just enough for us to get out. Wiggle out the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I mean, I guess I'm saying jump into the water. If we look out there and there's no one on the dock and we can just get onto the dock, let's do that. <laughs> and I'm assuming there'll be like people. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Um, okay, yeah, you slowly begin to like rattle this this side door down, and it's like, and the chicken-looking thing starts to make some noise as you're doing this. Um, I throw in a date. It snatches it up, like date everywhere. And footsteps are moving now, um, and you hear them coming down lower uh, onto the, the deck above you and spreading out, almost like they're going back to their sleeping quarters. And then you hear, as it gets to a point where you can see out, and you can see um, from this location, you'd be able to see Shu kind of nervously standing down at the bottom of the deck as some people are kind of walking by him back up to the deck itself. You see there's a bit of a gap where you could drop into the water, or if it was open a little bit more, you could get down to the dock. Are the people past us? Like, the people from the ship returning? Like, would they... Or are they still kind of streaming in front of us? There's not as many of them coming up. Like, there's there's like one or two stragglers kind of coming in and out. Right. A few people who got kicked out of the inn and were told they weren't allowed to have a room there. They're too drunk? Perhaps. What do you think, guys? Uh, well, I say we go now or never. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, you start to rotate the handles down and the, the door opens further. Enough to where uh, whoever's going first... Okay, I'll uh, go first. Uh, Sully, you can you can definitely make it through easily. Glim, um, it would be a little bit of a squeeze, but you'd be able to kind of jump out and swing down. Um, Sully, you um, are able to sneak Maybe. out. Uh, roll a stealth check as you jump down. Thirteen. Shu hasn't noticed you yet. Um, but you kind of time where you see someone walking up and it looks clear, you manage to jump down to the dock. Um, there is a bit of a, a, a less lit area further back on the dock that if you wanted to, you could scoot over to. I'm going to scoot over there and blend in with the shadows. All right. Uh, Moot, it's your turn. Going to need a stealth roll. And as you are going, you're hearing more footsteps above near where the ladder down to the cargo hold is. Okay. Nope. Well, it fell down, but it was still good, so I'm taking it. 17. Um, yeah, you see Sully jump, and you time your exit the same way that he did. You jump down to the dock and follow him over to this less lit area. Glim, uh, you hear from above um, a disgruntled crew member. Um, it, it's muffled, but you hear... Yeah, I just need to get something, and then I'll go back, and then we'll settle up, okay? So, as you are ready, make a stealth roll, please. Fourteen. You squeeze through, and um, by this point, uh, Shu has noticed you three sneaking off. And he's looking at you, and, like, wide-eyed, like almost like hurry up as you jump you hear the cargo door open from the ladder above and footsteps coming down the ladder and then the chicken starts to make a lot of noise and as you kind of tuck and roll onto the dock and move over you hear hey hey who left the door open
The song Long Road Ahead is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music and sound effects can be found at epidemicsound.com or boomlibrary.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Joshua Dixon, Cat Waterflame, Devin Michaels, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Stevie, Jessica Babiuk, and Derelith. To find out more about how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where you can have exclusive access to 50-plus hours of bonus audio content, create in-game NPCs and items, as well as play games with the cast. patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. Damn, y'all, roll 20s, it pays off. <laughs> trying. Wow, it's a good tip. I, I've well, been trying for ones this whole time. <laughs> If there's something I've learned in the four plus years we've been playing D&D, turns out 20s are good. Um, if you want to see what this actually looks like, it's this thing here. Oh, it's horrendous. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. See. And it's more bird-like than yes. I was oh. picturing. So it's... Oh, it's like they took the bottom half of a chicken, took off the head and replaced it with like the face of an alien, like from Alien, yeah. and took all the feathers oh. off of it. Yeah. It's yeah. like a naked alien chicken. Yeah. I mean, if you want Awful. To, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello. Maria Kennedy from Hero Trackers here to tell you about a special report we've been working on at Hero Track Media. With the help of my producer Shayna, we are going to reveal the life story of a mysterious hero that, as far as we can tell, has never been covered by a media outlet before. Subscribe to this podcast feed to learn more about this hero and the strange circumstances surrounding their life and career and how they might be connected to your favorite heroes. Coming soon from Hero Track Media, Vigil. Vigil, Season 1, an audio fiction superhero thriller in 10 parts from All In Productions. Featuring Haley Sanfilippo as Maria Kennedy and Adam Kudashat as Vigil. Subscribe or follow to make sure you're the first to know about Vigil. Vigil.